Hey everyone, welcome back to the Golfer's Journal podcast brought to you by Titleist, the number one ball in golf. My name's Tom Coyne. I'm a senior writer at the Golfer's Journal and really excited about the podcast we have for you today. It's something a little bit different. We're always trying to do something different here at the Golfer's Journal and I think you're really going to enjoy this one. I had the chance recently to play Gamble Sands in Washington State with the course's designer, David McClay Kidd. Uh, It's a name you probably know from Bandon Dunes and Mammoth Dunes and Makrahanish Dunes. Does a lot of Dunes courses. David's a tremendous guy and a good friend. Uh, He's a Scotsman and is not only a genius designer, just has a lot of interesting ideas about golf, golf architecture, and it's just a really fun person to spend some time with so it was a great day getting to actually play a golf course with the person who designed it it was a real thrill but just as good as the golf was the time that I got to spend that day with David and his wife Tara you know off the golf course when we finished playing we went over to the clubhouse and had dinner sitting outside at a picnic table with my friends Gretchen and Amanda who had come to visit us as well and I thought you know let's break out the microphones and let's uh let's record this and 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 do a podcast right here at dinner and allow our listeners to just sort of be flies on the wall or another guest at the dinner table. So I thought it'd be fun and I think it's it turned out pretty cool. I think you're going to enjoy it. I think it's a podcast that definitely features some of our best accents between David and his wife Tara and the conversation touches on a lot of different subjects and one is really inspirational when Tara talks about her life. She's a professional golfer and how she talks about taking the game up seriously much later in her life than than most professionals. She's incredibly interesting and a really, really good golfer. Now, when we were playing Gamble Sands, of course, we were playing our new Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1Xs because they have more speed, more precision, more consistency. Wouldn't trust a round like that to any other ball. But before we jump into Dinner with David, just want to thank you, the listeners and subscribers to the Golfer's Journal. If it's time to re-up your subscription, please remember to do so. And just a reminder that Golfer's Journal number eight is out there. If you don't have it yet, it's on the way. It's fantastic. Also want to thank the sponsors from the pages of the Golfer's Journal, and that will be Link Soul, Scotty Cameron, Titleist, New York Private Bank and Trust, Oakley, and Links and Kings. And real quick, a couple exciting event announcements. First one from our friends and sponsors at Link Soul. The Link Soul Two Man at Whistling Straits, it's closed, sold out, but they have reserved a few spots exclusively for Golfers Journal subscribers. So head on over to our events page on golfersjournal.com and sign up there. It's three days of golf, art, shows, great food, great people, and you know, you get to play the host of next year's Ryder Cup, so that's awesome. And be on the lookout for an announcement coming soon about a Golfer's Journal event in D.C. Very exciting stuff. Hope you can join us for that. We'll have the details forthcoming. Remember to follow us at Golfer's Journal, and if you want to follow my travels and adventures around the United States as I golf all 50 states this summer, follow me at CoinWriter. Now, let's grab a seat at the table, pull up a chair, grab a menu, and join us for this very special Golfer's Journal episode of Dinner with David. Folks, welcome to Dinner with David McClay Kid. We're doing something a little bit different here <laughs> on the Golfer's Journal podcast because we were actually going to record. We did some recording out there on the golf course, and then I had some uh, technical situations. So we're just, we finished 18 at Gamble Sands. David McClay Kid's wonderful design in um, what would we call this area? This is North Central Washington. You're almost on the Canadian border. Really? Are we yeah. that high? You were really high. I mean, if we got in our car now, 
we could be in Canada in like 40 minutes. Maybe less. Let's do it. Man. Yeah. They've got good stuff up there. Yeah. Um, Don't take your weed. Get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> the, um, okay. So here we are. We just played 18. Gamble Sands had an absolute blast. David, you were just saying how much you enjoyed. So we're sitting out here on the patio overlooking 18 green where like eight guys are putting out. They've played a couple rounds today. Um, I don't think that's his first beer. That maybe not no it's, maybe not it's what i was what i was saying yeah. to you was you know all my career i get to sit with you know really talented architects and engineers and master planners and and marketing people and they they dream up all this complexity to how the user is going to use the golf course and stuff and when we did this we said if it was just the four of us and we wanted it to be really cool just for us what would it look like and right. this is what it is yeah that's what it is so we're going to order some drinks here. A juicy IPA for Gretchen. So we didn't even even introduce the dinner party here. Um, Amanda's also having a juicy IPA. I'm going to have a club soda with lime, please. Uh, a juice. You can make it juicy. Extra juicy. Um, How about for you, my friends? We're going to do wine. Amazing. David and Tara. By the glass, we have the Jack. If I order a bottle, I'm sure there'll be some helpers to drink it, Fantastic. right? David's going all in yeah. on a bottle of vino yeah. post golf yeah, round. No Gretchen is nodding. Pino. There's a lot of no enthusiasm. David has a new wine cellar at home, so along with being none of them are familiar to me. He has 2,800 bottles. What about this? Chateau Saint Michel. Oh, that's the capacity. Oh, yeah, it, is, it is one of the uh, local Washingtons. Yeah, okay, I'd go with that. All right, so David going with the local wine. You have a 2,000 bottle collection at home. A couple of dozen lonely bottles. Do you have? Here's how you do it. Do you have Trader Joe's where we you do. live? So we do. you fill that sucker with two buck chuck. Yeah. And world market's almost as good okay yeah, yeah. yeah you, can, you can do like a 12 dollar average and and fill a lot of space yeah, and then just up. just and a few dozen good ones on top and people think that you're a connoisseur that's what i'm saying yeah you, and you put the good ones on top yeah just, that's it that's it so i haven't even introduced the dinner party here we played a fivesome today uh at gamble sands and when you're playing with the designer of the golf course you can just do that you know what are they going to say like people come up to you hey did you build this place you're like yeah actually in fact, that was kind of funny when you, someone said they really love the golf course, and David said thank you. Said thank you, and the guy was like, "Why well, did you build the place?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." Um, and then they were all like, "Well, you're David McClay kid," so that was pretty funny. But yeah, so here to my left, my my new friend Amanda. How you doing? I'm great. How'd you enjoy the golf course? Uh, enjoyed it. Big walk. Big walk. No birdies. No birdies for no you today. Birdies. You were shut out. You played here. So tell us about your golf. You, where'd you play in college? at the University of Idaho over in uh, Moscow, Idaho. Yeah. What do you do now? Uh, I'm in the sexy industry of heating and cooling. Well, that's pretty hot. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, dad joke. Um, <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, but you're obviously playing a lot of golf because you, you're, you're an outstanding player. So what was your impression of the golf course? Uh, the designer isn't. Pretend, pretend, pretend David's not here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love the the creativity when you're hitting your approach shots in the greens that you're not forced to to hit directly at the pin. Um, I feel like there's a lot of golf courses that you are forced to just kind of take the the boring approach right at the pin, and yeah. uh, it puts more creativity in it. 
I think that was, yeah, that was my favorite part of the course as well. Like the options, right, David? You know, we talked about like, um, and it was cool listening to you and giving us a lot of options um, and, and, and getting some insight into how you wanted to give people say, you know, it's not just a game here about um, just hitting a prescribed distance at a prescribed height to a, a very prescribed location, right? And we were saying like at other golf courses or American golf, typically, you know, if you've hit the right shot. As soon as it leaves your hands. Yeah, as soon as you track, you you everybody has their innate top tracer inside their brain, and the minute they hit the ball, they they track the trajectory even long before the ball got there, and they know the ball's not going to do anything once it lands. So, the the mystery is over. As soon as they hit it, they already know the result. But with a course like this, with hard sand and fescue grasses, the hit is just the beginning. There's a whole story coming out. You yeah. don't know how it's going to react. You don't know the bounce it's going to take, how much roll it's going to have after the bounce. You don't know whether it's going to get closer or further away, hopefully closer. So it's like a, a book writing itself all in front of you, uh, playing Lynx golf that doesn't happen when you play target golf. Right. It's, it was so fun. And I hit that, you know, on one of the par threes, you know, you described a shot. I kind of hit it that way and watched the ball do, like, as you described. I mean, it rolled out 30 feet down a slope and got to the green and um and it was just so fun watching it you know and and what is that like for you to see you know you're playing with someone to see a golf hole sort of do something really cool like that that you imagined and now you're out watching people enjoy that that's that's got to be pretty rewarding you know golf where i'm from is a game of it's a pastime it's not this sort of examination that you're being put through on every stroke it's this exploration of a landscape and uh, and social interaction with your playing partners and you know this is this is the kind of thing i want gamble to be i want us to share and enjoy each other's drama uh, through the golf course that again when it's binary that just doesn't happen it's either right. yes or no there's no in between here we all hit shots and initially you think well I, I don't know if that was the line I meant and then it takes a bounce and a hop and it starts running towards the pin and you think oh my goodness look at that it, it actually is yeah. working Yeah. and maybe you dreamt it up maybe you didn't uh, what's cool we talked a lot about fescue today right and you know when I'm playing in Ireland and Scotland Links courses, yeah, fescue. That's why you get that crunchy grass, you know, that feels so different. Yeah. But we don't, in the States, that's what's so unique about and interesting I learned today about why you come to Gamble Sands. You can actually play a course here that's 100% fescue. And we were saying outside of maybe Old Mac at, at Bandon, this might be the only course that is 100%. Only one, only one I know of right. in the United States. Yeah, I mean there are a number of courses that are fescue everywhere but the greens. Yeah, and Sand Valley would be an example. All the courses there are fescue, but all the greens are creeping bent grass. So creeping bent grass, you know, it's a bit like you know, play tee to green. It's like playing across a parking lot. Once you get to the green, you're playing into a tempur mattress. You know, right, it's, it's right. not, it's, maybe that's a little unfair, but it's always going to be softer. You're going to be able to back a, a ball up, you leave a pitch mark. Right. And when you putt from off the green, the two different speeds, the ball's going to run at one speed till it touches the green. Once it touches that bent grass, it's going to be like glass, going to yeah. go much faster. So it's really, really difficult to putt from off the green with any kind of consistent rollout. Where when you're playing everything fescue, 
the approaches here run about the same speed as the greens. So it's pretty easy to judge a putt. It was fun. I mean, yeah. we were putting from like all over the place. All over um, the place. And, I would, it was so fun. I would always recommend it. If you can putt, putt. Yeah. Because it's a lot easier to putt 200 feet than it is to chip a wedge 200 feet. Yeah. And then that was what was nice about it was, you know, if I was putting through fairway at home, you know, judging that I'd have to kill it to get through the fairway and then it would do something completely different on the green. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it was consistent all the way through. So super fun. The ball bounces, it moves around. It does really interesting things on all the fescues. So, um, just, just a blast. Hey, cheers, everybody. The wine has been poured. We're all going to cheers. 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 So yeah. A votre santé. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it's great. Great to come up here. Um, what time did you start out this morning, Gretchen? 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Just a cool six-hour or six-and-a-half-hour drive from Portland. Yeah, yeah, pretty good haul from from, from Portland. Um, you guys made some stops along the way, though. A little, little coffee stop, gas. gas uh, I think you bought booze, too, along the way, didn't you? Yeah, a little liquor store run. We stopped at an RV park for an RV for park just to check out. Putt-putt, yeah. You played putt-putt on the way up? We were, t- we were tempted, but... We didn't want to be late. Okay. You. No, you were, you were right on time. We teed off around 2 o'clock. We had a great time. What was your impression of the day um, and the golf course? What would you think? Definitely firm and fast. Uh, very authentic links experience. Um, I agree with the comments earlier about um, j- y- when you when you strike the ball, that's just the beginning. And, and kind of interpreting how it's going to react on and around the green is really important. And... Uh, you get the opportunity to be really creative and um, kind of like paint your own masterpiece in some ways. If you think of the land as the canvas and, um, you know, the club that you draw is the, 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 the brush. Um, That's beautiful. And, and, and the stroke is, you know, your shot. So this idea of kind of painting a, a picture throughout the round kind of resonates. But it, it's a great golf course, great walk. Um Really enjoyed it. Very, nice, very fun. Yeah, very, and very it fun. is a good walk. I love David. What you did, you know, green to tee, real easy. Um, you know, it's just it's definitely a course built for walking. Um, Gretchen, we're going to come back to you, of course, but I want to talk to Tara McClay Kid. Hello. So um, the better half of David, and also the better golfer. No offense, David, um, <laughs> but prettier and way prettier. Um, so Tara, tell us a little bit about your background, your golf. Um, you know, you're a professional golfer. I am. But uh, you have a cool story. Like you took it up. <laughs> I think this is inspiring for listeners um, that you took it up a little bit. L- well, you played it when you were younger. I played and then as a junior. I played from the age of 14 to 18. And then uh, I didn't play again until I was 28. I literally woke up on my 28th birthday and decided that that was it. I wanted to chase my dream of one day winning the British Open and... I took a year to uh, get my handicap down to two and went to ladies European Q school. So I built a team around me. I had like n- nine people who were kind of bought in on my goal and uh, worked with them for a year and got my handicap down to two and went to Q school and got through to an, um, some kind of credential to play the following year. And it was the first year that they'd had the LET access tour. So I had full status on that. Um, but then suddenly realized that, oh, this was how I was going to have to earn up my living and everyone else had been playing for a decade and I had some catching up to do. So that's what I tried to do. And I, I played on the European tour and the LET access tour and various other mini tours for a few years and 
then I met David and came over here and played in the States. That's amazing to me, you know, to take it really to get serious about golf at 28 and say, I have this dream, you know, <laughs> winning the British Open, so I'm going to practice and I'm going to go to Q school and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to get status. Well, I mean, I, you know how it started? I actually, I read an article in, um, I can't remember, Lady Golf Magazine or something in the UK, and it was about uh, Sir Clive Woodward. Um, the rugby coach and he had taken Melissa Reed who was then an amateur golfer top amateur and he wanted to do an experiment to see if he took a great amateur and put an Olympic style team around them could he take them to the very top of the professional game and and he did and I was like well if they can do it I can do it so that's how yeah. I kind of bore this idea of a team and I kind of didn't try too hard to sell it but you know serendipitous events occurred and uh I met a woman who my mum had gone to school with and she ended up being this incredible like mind coach and we planned and I had a swing coach and a short game coach and um, a biomechanics coach and a fitness coach and it was it was awesome I and mean, it was fun it was the foundations to you know how I am today so yeah that was, is so cool great no that's it's inspiring so all of you listening um, it's would never you be too 28 late. 38 58 yeah well, I'm 58, not quite 58 it's, it's over. Yet, but. Um, but but anyone else that's listening, um, it is not too late. Never too late. Never too late. Never too late to be the best you can be. That that was a quote by someone. I'm not quite sure who, but it's yeah. it's it's damn true. Um, so that is that is awesome. So what's it like, you know, being married to a uh, you know a famous course designer? Uh, fun. I mean, you got to go go to some cool places and you know. Well, he's not just a famous golf course designer. He's my best friend and my soulmate, and you know he's everything. So it's awesome, you know, that we get to travel the world and we have an amazing time. But we also have a really normal, grounded home life too. And you know, we hang out with our daughter and we do the normal things, and it's great. Sounds awesome. It is awesome. Wow, that's it's it's. Uh, how long have you guys been married? Three and a half years. Fantastic. Yep. Well, that is a beautiful, I mean, great golf story, but also a fantastic story of you guys, uh, you know, really happy for you that you, uh, Thanks. found one another and you're, um, you do blow it past them on the golf course, but no, you had a couple of good drives though. You had Not some always. Don't, don't <laughs> get, don't get me wrong. He, he can turn tour pro pretty quick. <laughs> I think we should do the experiment with David himself. Maybe. Yeah. We'll take, see, see what happens. Yeah, he had a big drive on on seventeen. Then I, then I three, I three jacked. No. Four jacked actually. Four jacked. I four putted on seventeen. I drove it and then putted on the green and then three putted. Yeah. So David four. So driver four putt on seventeen. Driver four putt on seventeen. One of the great things about this course is that there are these a lot of one shot holes and and because uh, like we were talking about, what's more fun than a one shot hole? You know, or a drivable par four or you know. Where you, that risk reward, um, you know, there are four of them on the front nine. You well, who wants to play defensive golf? Right. I don't want to play golf courses where they say, "Yeah, this is a very defensive golf course." You know, you really got to be able to shape your shots, and right. you know, it's very defensive. I don't want to play that golf course. It sucks. I'm going to feel frustrated and fearful on right. every single tee 18 times. I want to go out and see a fairway I could actually hit and decisions I could actually make and greens I could actually you know be creative and hit slopes and do stuff and you know and i'm a i'm better than average but i'm not a whole lot better than average yeah and no I, you're 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 you are better than average i don't care what anyone says 
Um, you, Th- this you group, t- by the way, I, I'm a seven index, and I was by far the worst golfer, so it was a pretty hard group to play in. Dude, it was a bunch of well, both we were the we were the worst. Yeah. Side. Yeah. You of and I all were the golf that. today. Yeah. Um, uh, the women showed us who's boss. I wish I could have played like a skirt today. There you. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Norm- Scottish, folks. They say stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Normally uh, used as an insult in this group, I'd have paid anything oh, for yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we were, we were, we were, yeah, yeah. And it's true though. We played that short hole, right? The first one, the third, fourth. No, the second hole. Okay, drivable par four. Drivable yeah. par four. I made five. Risk reward. Yeah, could have made an easy three, but got greedy and tried to make a two and ended up with five. Exactly. Yeah. Tough. on that so but you know that risk reward is it's just a lot of fun and there's just fun shots all over this golf course so um what's everyone having for dinner let's let's get to you know brass tacks here halibut or salmon whichever one's better halibut or salmon whichever one's better yeah where do they get the probably from alaska and salmon's probably from the northwest somewhere yeah grilled halibut steak yeah, but you said the beef here comes from like right over there. Right, those mountains you're looking at over so there. So we got this gorgeous There's 5,000 head of uh, cattle up in those mountains. Yeah, the golf course goes kind of like, has these wonderful views of uh, the Columbia River. Yep. And, uh, and the North Cascade Mountains. And then the North the North Cascade Mountains where the cattle are. That uh, So the owners of this property, their other businesses, well, apples, I suppose. Apples, cherries, and beef. Apple, cherries, and beef, right? That's so, so yeah. apple, cherries, beef, and golf. That's it. That's Bang. their thing. That's yeah. it. What else do you need? They don't have anything else. You know, it, they've got the ABCG going on. Yeah. Um, it's, and so it's just a cool. I love how it's it's just it's really simple. You know, we have the the inn is down there where we're all staying tonight. Oh, and behind the inn, you built a pretty cool putting course. Tell folks about that. I can't wait to rock that later. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, so they, they built, we'll play for uh, that fiver I won off you today. I yeah. won today, everybody. Yeah, only just because it was, it was because I five jacked I on the last hole. hole. And yeah, you did five jack seventeen. Yeah. But we'll you'll have a chance to get it back because we'll putt tonight. Um, out on the, uh, the Cascades putting the Cascades green. putting course. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, two acres uh, that spills and rolls and weaves and bobs and does its thing right in it front. looks so fun and it's just like right outside our room yeah you come out if you're in the lower rooms you come yeah. out in your bare feet and putt that's it i'm gonna putt my bare feet tonight. yeah it's like cool. you know what the fescue feel feels so good on oh, feet. i bet it does it does yeah yeah it's, uh, it's oh barefoot putting tonight everybody are you in yes gretchen says bring Wait, it and, and the the rules playing with tar and i is the stymie applies Ooh. Stymie applies. How does one overcome the stymie? I mean, they used to chip well, over it, turn- it, but I'm not bringing my wedge Yeah, up. no, it turns into a sort of evilness uh, because if you're playing five and you look like you're going to win and somebody else has already taken a couple, it turns into croquet where uh, I'm trying to convince Gretchen to not try and make three because you're already out of it, but knock your ball out of the way so you can't make two. Ooh. So it's, it's stymie turns into evil croquet really fast. Croquet. <laughs> I like it. Well, we should uh, we'll see how dinner goes and how the dynamic unfolds. Who's gonna jump on whose side? But I don't think there's a better view from a putting course anywhere I've ever seen. The views here are fantastic. They're just stunning. Yeah, you could be looking in the sun. Yeah, no, it's it's we're 
we see you guys. And we see some groups just coming up here as the sun is setting over Gamble Sands. Really, really extraordinary. So, yeah, David, it was an awesome day. I, I really Thank appreciate, you, um, you know, you coming up. And, um, well, you didn't, you drove. You would have normally flown, right? We would normally have flown, but our plane is in the shop right now. I was telling David, I hate it when my plane is in the shop. It's, it's, it does suck. Problem, it's the worst. It's the worst. It is a first world problem, I have to admit. It really plane is a first shop. world problem. But you're both pilots, right? We are both pilots. We are. And uh, we fly all over the United States. There's there's nowhere we can't reach. In that plane, really? That you have plane. that long a range? Yeah. Yeah, we, we go. Well, the range is about half the U.S. So okay. We, to, well, you to make it to the other side, we have to stop and refuel. Okay. Uh, but, but we can pretty much make it. You know, we can make Chicago in about six hours with a refuel, so two, three-hour legs. Is it comfortable? Super comfortable, yeah. It's a cabin in the back, so uh, one of us can go, you know, read a book and hang out, and the other one's up in the cockpit. And Dude, I'm not reading a book and hanging out in, like, a tiny little plane. It's not that tiny. It's really yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not. I know it's not tiny. Yeah, right. Does it have a bathroom? That's it, it, has, it, has, it has travel joins. Which are little Which bags. Which are Ziploc bags. Yeah, so pee in a bag. I can't. It, you, you, can, you can be fearful of the small plane. I get it. You can be fearful of peeing in a bag. I'm not fearful of peeing in a bag. Yeah, no, I am. The, it's the small plane. Uh, the, the small plane thing is legitimate. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of people get on private airplanes and they, they, they don't ask the right questions. I mean, you need to be asking, you know, who's the pilot and how much training does he have and yeah. how current is he and how many hours does he fly? And, of course, the average person doesn't know to ask those questions. And so I often have friends that get on board and I think, they should really be asking me those questions, but they don't know to ask. Ah, you're a very trustworthy guy, yeah. though. You know, well, I haven't killed anyone yet, but and that's probably that's part of it too. I, I told uh, I told Eamon Lynch the other day. I said, "Hey, our airline's got a hundred percent safety record," and he said, "Yeah, they all do till someone dies." <laughs> <laughs> fair, yeah, fair enough. Well, good point. Um, my wife, I because when we were talking about getting together originally here, you'd mentioned. We might f maybe fly down to Bandon or do something after. And my wife, I'd mentioned that to my wife. And uh, Not so her keen. only request as I travel all 50 states was, she's like, you know, I don't ask a lot of you. And uh, you're going to be away pretty much through November. My only request is commercial only. No, you know, no small plane. And that's so probably said, a reasonable request. You know, I think, I, I, yeah. And you know what? When she put it in those terms, I'm like, you are the best and uh and that's that's fair you know i so think that, that is fair, I think it's fair. And, and we do it and we understand the the risks that we take and we certainly don't uh if somebody isn't comfortable we don't push it you know in fact you know i, I think we prefer it when we're flying on our own yeah yeah uh, and we use it we call it our you know 300 mile an hour golf cart uh, we go. can put all of our crap in it <laughs> wait our, our plane's about the size of a suburban so think about a suburb yeah. everything you can fit in a suburban we can fit yeah so the two of us with everything we can think about you know all the luggage clubs you know trolleys all the crap you can think of and we can go whatever direction we please and we're not going through security you know that's the we're, best part we're we're dodging around like hey you know the weather over there is crap let's go we yeah. wanted to play in denver and the weather's no good let's go to new mexico and we head down there that's the best not having to as much as you do travel you know, not having to deal with 
with all that stuff. I mean, it's awesome. You know, just you know, before we let you go, before we order our food and eat, what's it like watching all these people? So you you were here, say ten years, ten years ago, maybe the first 20, time you saw this property. Two thousand eight, yeah. So okay. eleven years ago, the first time I saw it, and it was just probably sand. What you see, it was you know bitter brush and chunky blue fescues and yeah rattlesnakes. And now you look around, you see people enjoying themselves, having dinner, sitting out there watching people come up 18. You see that golf cart basically driving around in circles on 18, they're looking for their ball. You see, there's a little, there's community here. There's life happening. There's there's fun. There's people coming off the course smiling, uh, have enjoyed themselves. The people we talked to today that met you were so enthusiastic and and happy about the experience they had. Is that the best part of your job? Yeah. It absolutely is. You know, I I got addicted to that when I got to do band and, you know, I would sit yeah. in the bar. I was probably in my early 30s and I would just hear the excitement in the bar, the the chatter, the the camaraderie and the social interaction between old friends. Uh, and I missed it when I built golf courses that were on the covers of magazines and people said, you know, it's it's a real shot maker's course. It's very defensive. You know, I thought, I don't hear the same chatter in the clubhouse. I don't hear that camaraderie. Yeah. And that's what led me back to things like Mammoth Dunes and Gamble Sands and, and other courses we've done. Golf is about that. It's the look at the... I've never met you guys before. And yeah. we're now friends. We spent four hours on the golf course and we all had fun and we enjoyed it and we 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 loved and laughed and lost uh and or i lost and and uh, <laughs> so was one no and and that leads to that social interaction yeah. that that golf when it's brutal and tough and challenging and an exam just doesn't do it doesn't it doesn't do it, it. doesn't you, and you so come off and you're like hey i'm 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 leaving We've and we we've come off and we've had a great time and now we're gonna break bread together. So it's time for dinner with David, everyone. Thanks for joining us and thank you guys. Uh, say goodbye to all our golfers. Hey, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> it was great. Bye bye. See you, What do we have? Oh well, what do we have? Let's tell the folks what we're having here first. Teriyaki bites. Teriyaki little, uh, bites. Fresh green onions, sesame seeds, and our mini hanka fries. Ooh. Popcorn shrimp. With our popcorn shrimp. Sauce. Yes. Our smoked salmon dip. Smoked salmon. Oh, this looks fantastic. All right. Well, I wish you all were here because the food here at Gamble Sands is great too. We'll see you next time at Dinner with David. Good night. Good, good night, all. <laughs>